Want to bring the A7FL to your town? Well, you're in luck. Between now and October 1st, we are still taking applications to buy a division in the American Sevens Football League. Join Columbus for our 2023 season now. For more information on it, go to a7fl.com slash owners. That's a7fl.com slash owners. Get your piece of the future of football and bring us to your town. <laughs> 25 teams had a goal. They had plans. They had a desire to get to Bullhead City. 18 teams qualified for the A7FL playoffs. And we just had the final four. But now, we're down to the two. And for the first time in the history of the American Sevens Football League, there will be no representation from the Northeast. Instead, we have the Dirty South against the West Coast, but more specifically, the real Sin City. Welcome to the Darren Sproul's Troy Palomalu 43rd edition <laughs> of the other side of the ball. Now, there was a team that had a chance to, uh, they had plans, but uh, Quan, if you can cue the picture, those plans got canceled. <laughs> they still on the tarmac. They never even went, did it to the oh. airport, dog. I mean... Come well, on. That wasn't even close. They still on the bus. So we welcome in again to the other side of the ball. Once again, Double A Anthony Alvarez filling in for Casey Cox, who is still on assignment. But right now, joining me is the panel, the to my left, the very proud owner of the Nevada slash LA division, the one, the only, Mr. Derek Duncan. Flex on him. Yeah, <laughs> we doing it. Back from assignment. He is still from the Rainbow Bridge of Asgard where the booming booming heavens roar. You will thrill in manicless wonder. The mighty Viking Scott McCorkle has returned. Top of the morning, man. Gang, gang. And from the Fortress of Solitude and from the planet of Krypton, the father of Krypton, and a very proud division manager, Chris Vera. You damn right. So, I see you got the uh, number two on, so uh, what, 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 what's, what, what's going on with there, buddy? Well, man, my son gave me his jersey to wear, but the damn thing is too small. <laughs> <laughs> I, I disagree. I saw a picture of you with it on. It fit man, just right. The no, father of Krypton no, paying homage small, to the son man. of Krypton. Kal-El. That's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Jarell paying homage to Kal-El from the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. Damn right. So, um, obviously, to say you can call this the uh, Insomniac's post-game victory edition of the other side of the ball. The victory lap. Indeed, the victory lap. And you know, laps. victory Plural. laps, wolf pack all in the house. And we actually have some special guests from that wolf pack that we'll talk about later. So, gentlemen, I'm gonna start with you, Chris, and you, Derek. You gentlemen were there live and in living color in public, if you will. Um, <laughs> you can see her public hair, yes, yes indeed. <laughs> so, uh, first off, how was the trip? And uh, just tell me what you guys saw with your own eyes. Field side this past Sunday. Are we talking football or are we talking about the whole experience? Do both. All right, we'll, t we'll hit the whole experience first. So, flight out was cool. We literally had every person who was rocking with us except for Chris and our reality TV guys on the exact same flight, oh, all man. bouncing at 5 30 in the morning. Everyone kind of came together. We owned the back of the plane, except for I think James had front row seats, if I remember correctly. James is a big baller. Makes sense. And uh, <laughs> shot caller. But, but that was a good start, man. We all got to the airport, all went to the vans together, all went to the houses together. It was a very unique together unit where we got to do our things the right way we had two different airbnbs that were walking distance from one another i didn't even know i did that good i was like okay well as long as they're like five ten minutes from me we'll make this work on the back for that buddy well i got I, look i'll 
better to be lucky than good. Like, I had no idea. They were so close. People took off, like, where are you going? Like, we're walking to the other house. I'm like, how far is it? Just that next street? Yes. <laughs> Killed it. And then uh, set up for the game was great. Getting out there was great. Really didn't have many problems. The only challenges we had uh, throughout the day was it was a lot hotter than we anticipated. The water that we thought was going to be there wasn't enough of what we needed. It wasn't cooled down the way we wanted to. So James hit me up middle of the game, and I went and grabbed some Gatorades and PD Light because guys were you know, cramping up pretty bad because we weren't Damn. hydrated properly. And, you know, uh, thankfully, the talent that we had. So went, they didn't have water or Internet. Right? Well, no, Internet was fine at Ohio. The Internet problems were in New Jersey. Ah. Oh, okay. And I was trying, to, trying to watch. Everybody was trying to watch. A lot of people trying, trying to watch. watch. All right, Chris, real quick, and then we'll talk to our first guest. Right. Well, I, I, I'll make it real quick. It was incredible. It was great to get to know some of the guys. It was uh, even better. It was great seeing um, this game live and watching the action live and watching the first game and understanding what the Watchmen and what the Nightcrawlers brought. So it was uh, a lot of fun. And flying back with James and the guys was great. Um, we had a little uh, celebration, celebratory drink, if you will, and I got to give it up Uh-oh. to Scotty because after the the toast was made, Scott said, and I and I'll quote this quote with him because I thought it was fantastic. Our business is not done. Well, I said it was going to be a business trip. They treated it like a business trip, and now they are one step away. Real quick, shout out to Casey Cox. Yes. Oh boy, yes, drove yes. up from yes. Louisiana yes. after his work and was waiting at the airport for us to get off to cheer on the Insomniacs as they came out of the airport. It That's was dope. cool, 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 man. He was trying to do a sign, but messed that up. But he misspelled Insomniacs. Probably. He impacted the game more than one. He actually was the voice that you heard during the most of the yeah. game between the Insomniacs. He saved it. And the chaos as he got behind the mic and did a fantastic job. And like I said, he did the Vin Scully job because trying to do a football game without no analysts is kind of tough to do. But nonetheless, you did it. Big shout out to Casey. We know you're watching. Can't wait to see you back. Okay, real quick. We have we do have a special guest um, from Ohio. Um, we have the quarterback from the chaos, uh, Mr. Keno Thomas. Keno, you there? Hey. Welcome, yeah. sir. Hello. Can you hear us? How are you, sir? Thank you for coming on. So, uh, real quickly, from your point of view, um, what did you see, or what um, what was your mindset, and what did you see from this passing day playing this very talented Insomniacs team? Uh, a lot of pressure <laughs> on defense. A lot of pressure. It was sending the heat, bringing the heat. But um, going into the game... I was just focused on trying to hit my targets because I knew it was going to be a lot of pressure. And I was trying to um, focus on stepping up in the pocket, trying to get away from the pressure. But it was just, it was a different speed. And I, I could have made more adjustments, but um, it was a it was a, le- a good lesson learned and a good experience for me. So I should be prepared for, for a defense similar like that. Panel, go ahead. Yeah, Keno, this, this is Derek, man. It was really nice chopping it up with you. We got to meet his family. Uh, I would say for the most part, everybody we came in contact with on the Ohio side once the game was over, things were real cool. Keno actually came come and hung out with us after the game. We kind of mm-hmm. chopped it up. He gave us some food recommendations. We were trying to hang out with him. Really class act with the from the Ohio division. I really think that if they keep their core together, that they have something. They just now understand with the level of aggression that it takes to play at this level. 
Same thing the force went through last year. They, you know, yeah. When you were playing mid-tier teams, you can get away with you know just doing what you do and rolling out of the rack and not having to be in the gym to do what you need to do. But to beat these upper tier teams, you got to have at least half your team that's hitting the weights every day and yeah. doing the right thing and and attacking the ball, and not letting the game come to you. And I think after about the second th- midway through the third quarter, they kind of saw what it took and started to beef up. But by then, it was too late and they were already worn out. So, yeah. but they, they, there's a lot of things that that Ohio division is going to be able to bring to the table n- next season based on now that they've seen what it looks like up close and personal. Yeah, for sure. I think they definitely have the talent just based on. Just based on real estate, you know what I mean. Like that, just like the talent pool that they have in Ohio right. should bring out some monsters. Now that they have like this tape, they have they have like you know these highlights and stuff to be able to go out and tell people like, look, we're building something. Right, we're going places. You know, Vegas is coming here, Tampa's coming here. They have now they have the pull power to be able to actually get more athletes out to get guys like Kino the more time, or you know what I mean to give them some more some more weapons around him to be able to you know make some plays right. and to keep it com- competitive like on the upper tier like you were just saying and to that point you know what, what do you think you guys need to focus on the most in in this upcoming off season um just making adjustments on the fly cuz i feel like even though it was it was pressure and everything we could have we could have worked around it. Like, it was some plays that was working, and we was gaining a little bit of yards once we started throwing in a four-man line. But adjustments on the fly and um, just just blocking it, tackling. Follow-up question. The bigger body. Follow-up question for you. Have you watched much Nevada Division football, and have you seen the game from a guy whose name sounds like yours, K. Uno? Um, I've seen one of his games before. The only reason I ask is because watching your gameplay, you're yeah. on your feet. You were very much like him, but you had a better arm. So I was very, very concerned about how we were going to attack that. Because if you've got Kate Uno feet and can roll out and hit somebody and they know we're in the position to be in, there's a lot you guys are going to be able to work with next season with you at quarterback if that's the plan. So to keep that in mind, if you need some pointers to chop it up, hopefully we're not going to be locking up, locking horns with you guys in the Final Four next season and all the free game I give you won't hurt us. But <laughs> I, I think I think if you watch what he does and how he gets out of the pocket and how he makes people miss and study what he does on his feet, I think that'll help your yeah. game quite a bit. Yeah, I feel like that played a part too because I feel like I could have I could have did more. I feel like I did what I could, but at the end of the day, I could have did more to – to at least help out the defense because we had too many three and outs and um we wasn't we wasn't moving the ball enough. We started moving the ball a little too late. I feel like some of my decision making was um I had a couple of bad decisions I made. And uh that played a part in the game. So it's a lot of my decisions and ball placement and stuff, but that come with the pressure too. So I just gotta adjust to the game. Yeah, right. The no. Sunniac's defense is built to make you throw off your back foot and float that ball so they can get picks. So you felt you felt that, you experienced it, and you'll be ready for it next time. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, no, I mean uh, I'm being real. Uh, like like I mey- said, everybody's got to play somebody yeah, else's mouth, right? Yeah. So, yeah. but I got a question. I got a question for you, man. And it, it is um, stuff that I heard because obviously I was there on the sidelines. I was watching what was going on. I kind of walked around with my ears open and my mouth shut on purpose. My question to you is, what was the feeling from your team before the game? I mean, how did you guys feel like you basically uh, stacked up against the Insomniacs 
because I've I've heard a few things. I don't want to go there right now. I'll wait until after you you uh, answer the question before I say what I heard. Um, to be honest, I mean we was confident. We going we going to every game confident, and it's not that we don't got the talent or we don't got the athletes. It's just adjusting to the game. They've been playing this style of, of football longer than us. They got more experience. That, that's all that played a part, in my opinion. In my opinion, we got the talent. Like, well, I mean, it, it, you're, both you're, sides of the ball. I'm not going to say you're wrong, but I I'm will. also going to say you're kind of wrong because a lot of the uh, players that were playing on the Insomniacs, they were uh, some first-year players that are playing in the A7FL. Yes, there was quite a few players that had played before, but it was a mixture. So I think that um, saying that they've got the uh, the play over you guys, I would say as far as maybe playing football, but not playing a seven. Oh, uh, we everybody in Ohio well on the chaos is first year a seven players. Right. So that that's why I say that because <clears> this <throat> everybody first year playing this this type of football. No, I get it. Got, I get it. I, I was watching some of like the the pit boss and kryptonite game. Like they got players mixed from both teams on the Insomniacs. You're right. So this ex- experience that played a part. Well, I think experience played a part, but I also think that you know there is a um, a piece that kind of goes unsaid, unspoken with football, <clears throat> and there's a little bit that has to go with with um, what has been said about Las Vegas throughout this. I would say what the probably the last two seasons, to be honest. Yeah, where we have been told we can't hit, we're soft, we're not a good conference. We're buying championships. Yeah, we're buying chips. I mean, all this other BS. But okay. bottom, right. end of the day, end of the day, what do you have to do? You got to put your team out on the field, and you got to win. And my question, the reason why I was asking to set kind of things up and to set up the fo- the, the picture that I'm trying to kind of draw out here for you to see is that I get it, and I think that um, your team was a good team, and I think you're going to get better. But when it comes to playing against teams like the Insomniacs with a little bit more size, a little bit more athleticism than what, you're, what you guys are showing, I think you're, you're right. You're probably about a year or two away and from being highly competitive. But I would also say the one thing that is, it is not directed at you, but it's directed as an overall I would tell your team, you know, when you're coming up against players and people, sometimes it's better just to go out there and play the game, not talking crap before it. That's part of it. Uh, I mean, that's, 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 that just come with the game, though. Yeah. Well, you know what? If you're going to talk, you though, talk you got to – but, but hold on, man. Hold on. And I'm talking, I'm talking mainly about um, one of your coaches that decided that he wasn't going to shake anybody's hands after the game, even after what happened. But I want I don't want to get too far into that. I'm just saying, you know, hey, there was a lot of talk that was going on. Cool. At the end of the game, I think you would agree. Shake everybody's hands. It was a game. It was fun. Let's make it what it was. All right. Scotty, you got the last question. If you have one. Um, no, really, um I, ju- I was just wondering like how long do you see like do you guys have people you're talking to like i just i know the type of athletes that are in the midwest and i don't feel like you guys like brought you guys brought the ohio like the midwest ohio attitude for football but i just feel like y'all didn't bring like the the guys for the trenches 
You guys got all them corn-fed-ass dudes out there. I don't understand why they not. Right, you why see they nobody not, looks like it was been frozen cows, right? Right, yeah. like, you, <laughs> or at least I know tipping that cows. Right. Like, they, they have the athletes in Ohio. I'm just wondering, is it going to take a season or two for you guys to pull those guys out there? Because what I you know, guys we, had out there on the line is not going to do it. We got some guys coming in. We we breaking in some more O-linemen, <clears throat> D-linemen, and um, DBs. Receivers, we bringing in some of everything, but I can let you know you guys have the talent. Like it was just like I'm confident with the guys that I got now. I feel like it's just adjustments. Like I said, like it's just certain looks don't work in the moment. Like the the three man look wasn't working at the time, but once we threw in the four man line, it would start. We start moving the ball more, and we actually scored once we put put out the uh, four man line. So I have another question if we have one time for one more. One more, one more. So, uh, Kino, since you're fresh off of semi-pro and stepping into A7FO for the first time, I want to ask you what you thought the biggest difference was, the biggest adjustment was for you making that change. Good question. Uh, it's really, it's faster. Okay. It's, it's more up pace. Like, you got to make quick decisions, like, right now. Like, you got to know where to go how to get to where you need to be. And um, it's just adju- adjustments on the fly, too. The the length of the field, width of the field, I mean. But other than that is you just got to be better than the man across you, for real. It's different from 11 on 11. Yeah. All seven on the field got to be dogs, for real. Right. You can't use your shoulder and head to tackle somebody. And right. If you're a slight dude, you need to know how to form tackle, wrap tackle, or it's going to be a long day yeah, all you day. You better hold day. on. Right. All right, Kino, we appreciate the time. We thank, thank you, you for joining us. Um, See you in Vegas, Kino. Congratulations Thanks, on a fine season, and we look forward to seeing you play next year. Thank you for coming on, sir. Yeah. All right. Appreciate that was, you for having me. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. That was Kino Thomas, quarterback of the Cincinnati Chaos. But as we said, this is about the Wolfpack and – the wolf pack is definitely in the house. Yes, Derek. Skylar Hurd's in the chat. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. He's been saw... awfully quiet online. I don't know why he's on the chat now. Come well, on, now. He's just listening. No, I'm just he wants to see I, what I, I, I like Skylar, man. Uh, me too. So do I. <laughs> I like Skylar. I, 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 I feel like he, he wrote some checks he couldn't cash, but. That's all right. I yeah, no, that's okay. You're I, supposed to. This right. is football. Like, if, look, I done done it. Well, the ga- I've done the, it. The, I, the, look, game, ran it's, over. the game itself will humble you. Oh yeah, it, that's what it's here for. <laughs> if you don't in come a heartbeat, in, if you don't come in humble, the game will humble you. That's just how that man. That's look, just how, if you're, if that's you're, just how sports works. That's how it's supposed to be. I agree, but as we said, the Wolf Pack is in the house. We have two special guests from the Western Conference champions, the Las Vegas Insomniacs, who they kept saying, "Keep doubting us, keep doubting us," but you know. A shout out to the PA guy in Ohio. He found out that the Insomniacs jersey logo was a wolf, and every time they did anything good, the wolf. Oh, yes, and had a nice howl going. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. We granted, all of us were looking around at first, going, "What the hell is that?" Uh, but needless to say, um, if there ever were any awards to be given out, this gentleman that we're about to introduce should be the defensive MVP of the league. Man, you ain't kidding. And I it should, so. and, and it should be unanimous. Quan, uh, if you can cue the tape up, my wife's new favorite player. No, it's 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 a bad situation. Stop. 
Um, gassing your team up, thinking they had a chance in this game. You better I, get back to the drawing board real quick. This is like looking ugly. Game of adjustment. They're gonna be mad at me, but I'm, I'm get, coming with all the heat if they're gonna bring this level to a Final Four game when they've been talking all this. And allegedly this they were talking spicy on the sideline before Thomas the start of the game. And five. Snap the handoff. He'll keep it. Thomas mm. brought down. And he's smothered by A.J. McQuaig. And that's the first time Keno Thomas has been hit in the A7FL. Welcome to this league, young man. That's how the top level is played. And you may be in Ohio, but this is not the Ohio play. division. Yeah, it's cute when you have 30 seconds in the pocket against Ohio teams that play no defense. But guess what? Third and five. Mm. Welcome to the A7FL. Here's the turf. And nice to game. meet you. 9-13 and change left to go in the first the quarter. Keno Thomas will take Beats off and he gets team. smushed. Let me wow. ask you this, Matt. That's a push the last that's time a, we saw third and extremely long, Keno Thomas called a jet sweep mm. and it lost four yards. So my opinion right now is that the Chaos are looking at their offensive playbook and have zero clue on what they could call that could even hypothetically work. Because right now, their offensive line can't block, their wide receivers are covered, and their quarterback is e either neither athletic or accurate enough as a, as a player to do anything against this defense. Beastie. I really don't think the man needs an introduction, but uh, for those <laughs> that don't know who he is, <laughs> he is that dude. The one and only Mr. A.J. McQuaig is in the building. How are you, sir? Thank you for coming on. Good afternoon, guys. How you doing? Top now, good, man. I How heard you, you were trying to make me look good because I did say over under five sacks for you this upcoming, uh, this past Sunday, and you were close, and then they decided they want to try and take you out the game and let your others, let your other teammates eat, but... um, Yeah, quote-unquote, take me out the game. <laughs> I didn't hear, hear them say that. But. No, but... You know, you know how it is, but um, thank you for trying to make me look good because I did think you were going to get five sacks. I tried. But, I tried. But, um, he got the ball off. Really yeah. Quick. yeah but also, we have another special too. guest in the building. Coach James B. is also in the building, the head coach of the Insomniacs. Coach, thank you for coming on, sir. How are you? I like, I like how you try not say my last name. <laughs> I was going <laughs> hey, to botch it. I still don't know how to say it. And that's I'm just, fine. you know what? James B is fine, and plus you got my grandfather's <laughs> name, so that's good enough for me. So, anyhow, thank you for coming on, Coach. Um, Coach, real quickly, um, what was your take from this past Sunday, and first and more importantly, how proud of you are of your team? Uh, I couldn't be more happier. I mean, I knew from the very beginning when me, Dyson, Scooter, and uh, a lot of the other guys got together and put this team together that, you know, this was the goal championship. I know uh, Derek. He was kind of high on the force because, you know, that's his, you know, team from last season that represented well for them. Um, but, you know, I had to break his heart. <laughs> but uh, Damn. my guys, I mean, our guys, and it's not just one person on that team. That's, that's the beauty of this team. Yeah. You know, it's depth. You know, we got dogs at every position. You know, AJ comes out for a drink. We got another dog that comes in. Scooter sure. comes out, we got another dog that comes in. Wilkerson comes out, we got another dog that comes in. And the wide receiver corps that we have is ridiculous. I don't know a team that has a wide receiver core the way the one we the way we do. Um and then your O line. Well, <laughs> right? I mean you gotta save the best for last. <laughs> Pancakes. What, what, what do you what do you win? Pressure bus pipes and then you, you gotta protect the quarterback and the running back, you know. Sure. That run game is no joke. I don't know. Trenches. You know, that northeast, they, they do a good run game, but you know, I'll take my run game over theirs any time of the week. Yeah. Saw a couple of business decisions out there on the field too. <laughs> I mean they had one guy that tried, he just kinda slid off uh Wilkerson. 
Uh, do you think he was running pissed off per se from what happened the last time he played? Oh, for uh, sure. Against, against Sick, you think so? For sure. Yeah, yeah. You wanted to get back in the game. He was I, crazy. I, I don't doubt it one yeah. bit. Yeah, had a tantrum on the sideline. I can I can tell you right now he was losing it. Yeah, we uh we were all dying from the humidity before the other game was, and then um they started talking crap to AJ, and then oh man, <laughs> the one thing you, <laughs> the bad. one thing you don't want to do is wake up, but don't poke the bear. I, I promise. I just want to go to the bathroom. I had to make sure I had start. to go to the bathroom really bad. My bad, coach. Go ahead. <laughs> I, had, I had to make sure he wasn't going to start tackling the spectators. You know, I think he was warming up to it. I saw his eyes. I'm like, oh, man, can we please start this game? Because this <laughs> yeah. man want to hit something. So the same thing in the beginning of the video, I kind of noticed against you did the same thing. against You were out on the field by yourself, mm-hmm. just meditating, getting your mindset ready. Like, what do you what take our viewers through what what that is as you're preparing yourself to play a game? To be honest, I'm just stretching my ankles. <laughs> wow. Boom, if you baby. Look, wow. You, I'm just Drop the my, mic. I'm just stretching my ankles. I'm just sitting there relaxing, trying to get ready, and I'm just stretching my ankles. Just that simple. Yeah. So the truth, the truth's now out. Yeah, the truth yeah. is out. Yeah. When you Everybody made this thing like I'm just hyping yourself mother's up. Mother's yeah. energy for some I, reason. I'm, I'm just. I, you, nah, I'm I'm just t- you look like breathing. Ryu. You look like Ryu with the head man from Street Fighter, harnessing your cheek and ready to, you know, yeah. enhance the fireball. And he just somebody. says, "I'm stretching my ankles." I'm just stretching my ankles. So I got a question for you. That's the secret. Stretch your ankles, kids. <laughs> yeah, right. Eat your Wheaties. Eat stretch your Wheaties. Spot. If you want to hit my parents. I told my family this. I pick a spot by myself, earphones in or whatever, and just relax. Mm-hmm. Relaxing the game, yeah. So in that uh, that first sack, when you came around the corner, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I literally had to turn my head because I'm like, oh, he's going to kill this quarterback. Yeah, I did. And I was talking to Will, and he's like, yeah, one of the refs was like, man, I had to hold off throwing the flag. So I'm like, no, he hit, him. he hit him. He hit him perfectly. <laughs> really? He hit him. Yeah, he said he hit him. He, he said I, I held off because I realized he did a perfect form tackle. Let me tell you, from standing on the sidelines, I heard the hit. I heard him hit the ground, and I heard the little <laughs> when he hit the ground. Right. So I was like, oh, man, did he just <laughs> – I was worried. Well, I'm like, did he just take out their quarterback? He's the epi- I didn't think he was getting up. He's the I epitome of the Al Davis role. All quarterbacks must go down and must go down hard. Well, I didn't think he, I he went that down hard. hard. He got back up. He's tough. That's yeah. a tough quarterback. He really is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, – but you know what? Watching you guys play your defensive style of football, I was – thinking about things, and, and I've seen it before, where defensive players get back there. If the, if the quarterback is in the, in the uh, shotgun, defensive players are getting back there with the football, and they don't have a choice. And I could honestly say it's a good thing they weren't snapping the ball because you guys were freaking on a tear. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, you know, I watched the first game. You watched the first game. I know that we'll analyze that come next, next week, but I'll tell you what, I just don't know what answer the Nightcrawlers have for that defensive line. I'm just being real. I mean, we, Bagwell. That, that's what it's going to be. Bagway? Or Bagway. Bagway. Not Bagwell. My bad. Bagwell. But Bagway. you know what? Bagway. Bagway. Okay. But he's not Bagwell. We're not, we're not, like, not used to him. You guys have to understand, we're used to playing these <laughs> world tournaments down. Like, he's not a no-namer to us. Exactly. Like, it's not like we ever played against him. We go down to Tampa we go play up in Colorado. We play in Orlando. We've seen him play. We know how he plays. He is that elusive, and he is that good. I personally but, never played against him. No, but and what I'm saying is what he's not used to is pressure from all angles. Yeah. 
And that's that's what we it's not like what, what coach was saying earlier, it's not just one guy. It's like multiple. AJ and what the problem is is who are you gonna pick it's up? Not, like no. the problem is like who are you gonna focus on? Because every, every 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 But Brock, you beat it. We saw we see you beat yeah, it on the phone. Every that's, every that's broadcast that we always say when we do it in summer. Twenty and ten. Where's twenty and ten? You gotta contain them because and one of them's till, going to eat. Wait till Fresh Out learns how to play the position. They have one of the strongest nose tackles, like in the league, but like without a doubt, like pound for like just straight up strength, sheer strength. Like he just hasn't played that position in this league yet. Just so like just so. it's just, it's gonna it's gonna help once he learns how to push, read, and shed. It's over with. Go ahead, coach. Oh yeah, for sure. Just just imagine if uh, Cunningham could have got the. Made the, the flight off. Yeah. Oh boy. I mean, <laughs> and, and that's another one you can throw in there. Listen, right? Um, <clears throat> fresh out, Jeff Young has improved exponentially. Yes. Like, oh, like he's learning. Thousand percent. You for know, sure, for sure. That he t- went into this game, and I mean, he made tackles. He stuffed yep. the run. Mm-hmm. He got in those gaps. Like he was doing what a nose is supposed to. He would. He'd stand the guy up, make sure he couldn't get away. He would fill the he would fill the backside gap with his offensive lineman, yeah. and he's taking the other gap, and he's got enough control to where he can he can make a move. And really, what it does is it gives you guys the ability to meet at the back, and and that's so, what happened on that on that sack. There was a good push in the middle. Yeah. He couldn't step up into the pocket, and you guys picked the perfect way to close in. I just think that uh, moving forward um, into this next game, just open up your angles a little bit. Oh yeah, that's it. And and then the defense is good. You already know. Yeah, yeah, you already know. Coach, yeah. let me ask you this question. Just, I love this guy. Like I can't, I can't wait. <laughs> what kind of joy do you get just watching twenty and ten just do their thing on the defensive side of the ball? I mean, that's that's what I'm used to doing. Even in flag, you know, I built my teams from inside out, defensive lines, offensive line. You run the ball and play great defense. And as great as AJ and Chris have been. They also try to make their guys better. The other guys feed off it, you know, like D Rock, you know, Tone. He's a he's he's a hype guy too. Um, you know, Shadow, you know, calling the defense. I mean, everyone, half that team is coaches, right? You know, I kind of disagree with Rob when he talked crap about uh, Q Birds. I mean, they they think because he had that one, you know, just kind of. Man, performance that he doesn't know what he's doing. That dude is football IQ is through the roof. No, mm-hmm. they chop and it up the sidelines. Yeah, sideline chops it up. You know and when the sideline talks. They, yeah. Even in that game, he had a fumble. You know, forced fumble. You know, he, he, that dude can play any position. And you know what he does? This is how great our team is. We have a very unselfish team. Everybody, you know, it definitely shows that way too. That everybody knows what the goal is. You know, sometimes things happen. You know. In someone's favor, sometimes it doesn't. You know, it's just one of those things. Uh, I do have to give uh, props to Keno Thomas because he was fighting. I I mean, I'm not not trying to disrespect the Ohio division, but I mean they're not on the same level. I mean they'd probably be like the fourth or fifth best team in in Vegas, and it's not you know nothing personal against them. It's just you know that I mean it is what it is. It is what it yeah. is. You know, like their corners. I, I don't even know why they try to press. David Clark, you know, that's that's craziness. That's not the one thing you want to do with his speed. Well, I, I knew they messed up the minute they pissed off AJ before the game, so, you know, I just kind of figured they didn't have a real good game plan after that. Why do people try to poke you? 
I don't know. They He's the quiet one. For some reason. Okay. No, I'm you're quiet. the quiet one. I'm very quiet. Yeah. So they, they figure that they could poke you and they're not going to get anything back. So they figure, oh, what the hell? He's a quiet one. He ain't going to say nothing. You're going to get all this. Exactly. No, yeah. the, 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 the playing does his talking. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I love about his game. You know, he doesn't say nothing. He doesn't have to. Look, just go ahead and poke me. Okay. Okay. About the fourth or fifth time I'm getting up off your quarterback, you can, you can then say something. And I might look at you and go, yeah, look at the scoreboard. No. What like, you got to like, say? Like I said, he is that dude. Well, Later on, it gets boring for me because his daters don't talk anymore. And I'm just sitting there like. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, no, I like it when they get to the chirping too. Yeah. It, it makes amazing. it fun. It gets, yeah, it makes it fun. Yeah. It's, it was an interesting uh, piece for me to watch because, you know, here I am. I'm watching the, the first game. And I'm looking at everything that's going on. And I watch the coaches from Chaos come in. And I see they're talking. Right. And they're talking to their division manager. And one of them, one of them says to the division manager, hey, you got that champagne on ice for us? And I said, damn, well, I didn't say this out loud. I was thinking it and I should have said it out loud. So what, you coming over to celebrate with us after the game? Facts. Because I don't know what you're thinking. You're going to win. <laughs> but you know what? It is what it is. And these guys seriously thought that they had a chance. They seriously thought that it was um, one of those times where they're just going to come out and rule the house. I mean, they, they literally said in that video that half the guys on Vegas don't play defense. You know what? When you got a rush like you guys, your secondary don't need to play defense because it's, there's nothing coming out. So, I mean, let's be real. Hold up, hold up. Okay, hold Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. Okay, uh, so. Somebody talking <laughs> shit. Uh-oh. Somebody talking. So, Big Rob. Shout out to Big Rob. Oh, man, I love Big Rob. He just hates Just him. said, start Q in the championship game. He said, I don't care about anything you talked about. Start him or shut up. <laughs> what does starting him have to do with anything? Exactly. You know, I could start him and, you know, take him out. He starts every game when he's throwing off the ball. I mean, that just makes no sense. You know, I, I respect Rob. He's, he's, he's got a lot of knowledge. I mean, but, you know, let's be real. Those three dudes are East Coast biased. I mean, and I, mean, I guess I'm Vegas biased because, you know, I, I prefer our teams also. But, you know, I... You know, I saw in a little chat before, like, you know, the Chaos wanted to play the Omegas. And, you know, I don't think they'd be able to beat the Omegas. It's nothing personal against the Chaos. I have nothing personal against them. Those, a lot of those guys mm -hmm. were good. Number one was cool. You know, the quarterback, you know, he was good. You know, even their corners weren't bad. They just weren't as good as they thought they were. Um, the thing is, I just don't think they have any direction. You know, uh, Skyler is a nice guy, but... <clears throat> He didn't put his quarterback in situations in the wind, you know. He just kept calling, you know, hoping that he'd break a, a, a tackle and run for a touchdown instead of getting him out in space to make those plays or get him out in space to get a short pass. And defensively, no offense, Brent, I mean, he could have, I mean, he could have done anything and it, it wouldn't have worked. I mean, our offense is ridiculous. Uh, question for both you gentlemen. Um, what have you seen on the Nightcrawlers, and what do you think about them as an opponent playing for the championship in less than a less than a week? Me yeah. for both of you guys. Uh, me, for both uh, guys. Nothing I've never seen before. Oh, yeah, very simple. Coach, your thoughts? I mean, they're a very good team. They're fast. You know, Backway is very smart. And the thing about it, he's not even starting a quarterback. The other guy is number four. Um, they just use him as that back. You know, throwback, you know, 
offense that they run. They're basically the king, they're kings of Florida down in Florida, which is a top flag team. Um, you got to respect their speed. You got to respect, you know, Henderson. He likes to pop people. Um, even if it was them or the Watchmen, you know, there's a lot of talent on both teams. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I know I say I'm not biased, but I guess I am biased because I get to see my guys like every week play and practice or not just play and on Sundays and the way they are, how close they are outside. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm going to take us every time, 10 out of 10, you know, not, doesn't matter if everybody thinks that they're better and they got Bagway and all that, you know, I have, I have a lot of guys too. I got an AJ, I got a Chris McWilliams, I got, mm-hmm. you know, I got, I got a Munch Debo, you know, Munch, <laughs> Munch Debo, you know, he, he does everything he, for The us. Swiss Army Knife, yes, sir. And I'm still RTC. I mean. Mm. Him and Henderson. The thing about it is like. Going heads up. Boy, you you try to mention everybody, but there's so many people exactly. that everybody contributes, yep. and the that's why I love I'm about this team, team is everybody contributes. The that, main reason why I'm on this team, yeah. Scoop, Trey, uh, Devontae, free trade by the way, um, <laughs> and RTC. I don't want to tackle neither one of them. <laughs> I know. And you have good reason why you don't want to tackle them. I'm after, I have in the championship game when I was with the pit bosses, but that was terrible. <laughs> having to hit RTC and then having to go have a scoop, big ass, coming at me again on the goal line is terrible. Mm-hmm. And then having to chase Trey around. Oh, having to chase Chase. That's horrible. Chase, and Trey. he's already hard to bring down because he's so elusive. Elusive and, and he's strong. He's strong. He's strong. He might he's he's strong. Little, but he's, well, no, he is he's the son strong. of Krypton. Yeah, yes, he's he is. strong. <laughs> Yes, uh, so I got one question on the deep touchdown play that eventually Stone caught. Was Stone the initial receiver, or he just happened to be right place, right time? Uh, honestly, uh, <laughs> right place, right <laughs> I was just I was just happy, you know, just somebody caught somebody caught the ball. Just just the way the game was going, yeah. like I was just happy, you know. I just I mean, he could have dropped it, and I wouldn't have cared at the point because we were up by forty some points. Well. I talked to Scotty on the day you guys beat sick in the uh, Nevada championship game, and he really believed that we're going to go up there and we're going to mercy him. Did the rest of the team have that same mindset that we're going to, you know, go up there and just do what we do? Yeah, just go out there and play our game. Didn't matter if we mercyed him. Didn't matter if we went all four quarters. We was going to go out there and we was going to win. Didn't matter. I, I watched film on them, and it took me like three days to do it because I kept falling asleep. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, it's, it's not their fault. I mean, they're playing against teams that are god-awful. I mean, I don't know how you find a team that has three left-handed quarterbacks, and they both, all three can't throw. It just, uh, it's just, it, it, it set them up for failure because they had a false sense. You know, yeah, we do have the pit bosses, and we do have the gold, but they fight. They fight, fight, fight. But the, the thing that they don't have that we have is we have sick, we have the force, we have the kryptonite. I mean, even OTT, you know, they, those guys will, you know, fight to the death, you know, till the end. You know, they're never going to give up. And the thing, when you watch the video for the chaos is the teams they played, I mean, guys are just, you know, I know Corey had made a point, you know, on some of the games that guys were standing around. And, I mean, they didn't have the depth, but, you know, and it gets hot in Vegas. But in their game, I mean, you got guys in like, you know, creased khaki shorts and, uh, you know, backwards hat, and he's just sitting there watching K. Uno run around and score a touchdown. Yeah, 
Well, I mean, realistically speaking, when you start to talk about the differences between our, our division and their division, um, somebody asked me, they said, when you were watching film uh, for Chaos, where would you put them? And I said, well, in our division, probably number five and number six. And that was just flat out watching them. It's not, it's not a, a, a knock to the team whatsoever. It's just understanding who we are as a division. Yeah. understanding what we bring. Because, I mean, a lot of people will sit there and say, oh, well, you guys, you know, iron sharpens iron, right? And I know Will said that to me a couple of times. And he said, but realistically, you only have two teams. I said, well, you really don't, you're not paying attention if you think we only have two teams. You're really not. Well, I mean, let, let, let's be real. I mean, we have three, three good teams mm-hmm. and then two mid-tier teams and then some really bad teams. Exactly. You know, even in the Northeast, you know, they got some, I mean, teams are getting blown out, you know, My but point. I mean, they have, but I mean, but what, until, and what in, I would, what until I would, we knock them off, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You know, they're always going to hold the, oh, you know, you haven't come up here and beat us. Oh, I was just, here and beat us. I was just thinking, are they going to say the same shit even like when we beat Tampa? Like, are they get, oh, it doesn't count. You still haven't beat the Northeast team. Like, it's always going to be an excuse. I want to play in Northeast. It's, it's just hypocritical to me because, uh, you know, they clown us in the chaos. But, you know, the Nightcrawlers, even though they win in almost one last year, I mean, they dog walk their division. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, you know, we have, we have dogs too. You know, we got guys that play flag with playing tournament dogs, flags. Man. You know, we got guys that play semi pro too. You know, just like chaos, they have guys that play semi pro too. Yeah. Yeah, you know, this ain't a new thing for Vegas. I don't know why everybody thinks it's new to us. You know, when I first was going to come over as coach, um, you know, me and Derek had a little disagreement. Like, he's saying A7 is different. I, I tried telling him football's football. Yes, sir. You know, if you know football, X's and O's, it don't matter if it's A7, flag. Um, well, James, the only, difference, on the only difference between the two in my eyes is just your want to. Do that, you want to tackle? That too. Are Funda- you okay with hitting? Yeah. Fundamentals. Exactly. So, I mean, you're right. There is no difference. The only difference is, are you going to have those cornerbacks in the end of the day that should come up for run support? Are they going to make that business decision and and go the other way or how fast try to tackle somebody? That's truly the only difference because cornerbacks in in, uh, flag don't need to tackle. Well, I mean, it's going to come down to our defense. And receivers. It's it's going to come down to our defense because Bagway doesn't care. He doesn't care about defense. He knows we're going to score. The problem is he want. It's our job to stop him. Yeah, and you know I'm pretty confident that we do. We have I think we have the linebacker, the D line, and the DBs to do it. We will. Uh, and then most importantly, we have the football IQ to you know hopefully keep them you know contained where they're not running wild doing behind the back pitches and stuff like that. I think you will, man. I think that um, when I look at the two teams, you guys match up very well with them as far as athletes are concerned. And realistically, what it's going to come down to is who's going to play the better game, who's going to be, um, you know, keeping up with their responsibilities and and, uh, their assignments. That's what it's going to come down to. Which team is going to be less selfish? Exactly. Who's not going to go for the stats? Well, it's going to be. Who's going to keep their, who's going to, who's going to hold on to their assignments for longer? Because both of these teams, once it breaks down is when things go good for them. Yeah. So you have to maintain your pressure, maintain your composure, maintain your assignments, the entire play, the entire series. From whistle to whistle. You can't take a playoff. If you let up for a play, it's going to happen. And and you're going to pay against Tampa. We all know that. Yep. 
But right. I think that I think that when it comes down to who's going to be willing to be less selfish for the sake of winning this championship, I don't see Tampa out f like out selflessly like playing for like than Vegas. I just see Vegas putting it all out there for the game and not for the stat line. I we'll see agree. for sure. Let me just <clears throat> throw this nugget in here. So you guys obviously are trying to be the second team to run the gauntlet and have a perfect season. BIC did it a season ago. And technically speaking, you guys have had more wins thus far than BIC last season. Um, is that something you guys talk about? Is that something that's, you know, that's kind of in the back of your head saying that we have a chance to make history or is it just week after week? Any given Sunday, let's just go play ball. I have no idea what you're talking about when it comes to that. Okay. I wait. I don't care about that. I'm just going out there, win the championship, and beat the Nightcrawlers. That's it. It's all about business. I ain't never heard. Fair enough. We we have a goal. It's to win the championship. Whether we would have lost three games, zero games, or one game, the final, you know, basically, it's about going undefeated in the playoffs and going <laughs> to the championship and winning. Because at the end of the day, if we do have those records and we lose, it don't mean nothing. True. True, very true. That's Don't the Patriots. You feel me? Uh, can, uh, I'd like to say a little something. I want to shout out all the Vegas ballers that were rooting us on while we were in, Man. in Ohio. Bro. It felt great. It, it was a truly Vegas versus everybody. And i also like to thank, you know, Derek. You know, he put a lot on the line to get us out there. You know, people don't realize. Everybody's like, oh, you know, money, 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 like saying that Derek's buying stuff. Nah, they he's don't putting uh, sweat and tears into this. And, you know, once, you know, things get rolling, you know, it'll, it'll be a lot better, you know, in a consistency level. But for the most part, you know, they got to applaud this man. They got to applaud, you know, the announced staff, uh, even the announced staff, even though they're biased, those East Coast guys, you know, I like listening to them <laughs> talk. They're, I mean, they sound great on. on they, they do sound amazing. good. But, they do amazing. But, you know, I got to I got to give a shout out to Vegas because Vegas, they really. They really showed out for us while we, you know, everybody was watching. The support was crazy. Yes. It, it, and it was coming from everybody. And, you know. Shout out to my family. You know, also. Was on that. Also for Vince, too. You know, I hope, yep. hope he's yes. feeling better. Praise you know, Mark, Mark Ray has been doing a lot for him also. Checking yeah. in on him and giving everybody updates. But for the most part, I'm, I'm proud of Vegas because normally at the end of the day, you know, we, some some teams to start bickering and oh you know you suck at this but no this this past weekend was truly a love you know all around from vegas and i'm really proud of my city oh we're, we're about Thanks to turn so. bullhead all the way up for y'all man it's it's i think this week i think this weekend is gonna or it's not this weekend but i think the championship weekend well is we going are to be we are crazy. 10 days away 10 to eight man look this entire weekend <laughs> is gonna be nuts I like, get crazy and, thinking about it. Like it's like, man, butterflies man, get all butterflies, anxious. Everything, everything man. like my palm gets sweaty. I just <laughs> let me ask you a question: You playing in the flag tournament <laughs> the day before your championship? The flag tournament? No, no, okay, no. Good. I guess I was doing. I wanted to do the combine though. I, I, I do, but I have to guess I have to be there all day or whatever. That the case that is. Yeah, is, is that true, Derek? He's got to be there all day to do the combine, or can he just show up for the combine? I missed the beginning of that. <clears throat> the combine happens, starts at like 8 in the morning. We've got yeah. less than 100 people going, so it's probably going to take less than an hour and a half to get through. But if you're playing... Uh, can you guys hear me on the... Yeah, yeah okay. we can hear okay. you. If you're, if you're playing uh, in the actual games, we're going to make special consideration to make sure you get tested 
when you need to be tested and schedule around you. So if you are a guy who wants to compete in the combine, you're playing flag, AIFA, or A7FL, just let us know you've paid for the combine so we can make special arrangements for you to, to do it on your schedules to make sure that you're not you know, having to expend yourself the way you don't want to at, at, a, at the wrong time. Sounds good. Here at IHA. So, yeah. gotcha. last thing um, that I'll go ahead and say, because uh, we're getting... Uh, up next, against it. Yeah, we're getting up against it. So, I would ask you guys for final shots. You know, what, what are you thinking? What's the last thing you'd like to say? Um, AJ, I'll let you go first. We'll go alphabetically. About... Um, anything. Anything, bro. Shit. Anything. Done. Just shout out to my family. Everybody's watching. Thank you for the support. Uh, when we was out there in Ohio, I had a great experience. Um, and I just can't wait for this uh, championship game. I had t-shirts and everything made. Big fat head. My family's uh, uh, making. Um, and yeah, we're going to turn Bullhead bull, bull bull City up, man. Let's get it. I like it. Coach like B. It. Um, like I said, I know I got to say that I was proud of the city, and I'm still proud of all the guys that you know were supporting us. But, you know, you know I, I don't talk a lot of crap. I, sometimes I do, but I must, you know, talk crap. And I try telling everybody we were just going to come in and take over this league. You know, I know, I know, you know, people say that we weren't going to, but, you know, we were, we were going to do it. And at the end of the day, we're going to come home, we're going to represent Vegas, we're going to take home this championship, we're going to be the first ever non-Northeast champion. And you know, hopefully Rob and them will really consider when they come out here in person and see us, they'll, they'll realize that Vegas has a lot of dogs no matter what team we've gone. And before we bounce, I just want to talk about James' football pedigree. When I started this thing, the very first person I called to partner with me with the A7FL was James. He was too busy for me at the time. I, and, I couldn't give you 110%, and that's why. I, and I agree, and I'm glad you didn't because you came back as a coach instead of what I was going to hire him for was the division manager, and we're going to start out building that thing together in the beginning because James has the football pedigree. We played together for three or four seasons. He ran the flag football league that I played in the majority of my career. I knew what this man was about. And when he told me he wanted to coach, I was like, it's a wrap. And we can see why. I mean, it's not just me, man. I'm... I'm like Phil Jackson. I, 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 like, it's not like, you know, I'm like a palace or Lombardi. It's just, you know, I'm able to get all the good talent together and hopefully, you know, get along and stay together. Uh, because we have Tyson, you know, Jason helps out a lot, in the back end of stuff. And then we have a ton of coaches on the team, you know, everybody watches film. I mean, now before you guys go, um, Quan, do you have that video ready to play? Oh, are we going to get to look at it? I believe I'm afraid I, of this. I, 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 <laughs> I think this is the only tackle in a Nightcrawler game. <laughs> <laughs> the only good hit. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, Please stand by, folks. Man. We promise you you'll enjoy it. Man, I, one, <laughs> man so one thing about the, that Nightcrawler's game is watching this linebacker play. Henderson. Henderson. Henderson's a good, play, good player, man. a ball hawk, and he thumps, too. He does. Did he, but did he jump off the film uh, this last game for you? Twice. Okay. It, it, he didn't look like Twice. himself this no. last game for me, and I couldn't understand really? why. I was, it, there was a little less dig in his steps. Well, they, okay. they were also playing. All right, here we hold go, on, guys. fellas. Hold on. Here we go. Man. <laughs> 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 
tell you what. Shout out to Will. That was crazy. Dude, that's that, that one crazy. Best, ta- that. best oh open my. field tackle we've seen all season. Yeah. <laughs> the guy stayed up, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, his knee never touched. Because we saw the, like, when you run it, they have a picture of it online. And his knee is, like, you can see sunlight underneath his knee. So and he like stayed I, up. Like I told Will, hey, next time, wrap up. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this league is about, learning how to wrap up. Right. But she don't know And he hopped right back up, though. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Will for that. With that said, our special thanks to Coach James B of the Insomniacs, and of course, you, brothers. I'll ca- I'll just call him the defensive MVP of the league. That's my vote. <laughs> my vote Appreciate too. It. I'll just call it is. AJ, thank you for coming in. Over under, can Everybody. we get an over under on sacks? Next week, Sack? I'll next, be, week oh, we'll next week we'll do it. Right, next, next week we'll do it. Ponder on that. Yeah. <laughs> ponder but, uh, on that one. Special Four. thanks to Coach B. Special thanks to well, AJ Gentlemen. Thank you for coming on. Congratulations again on winning one championship. But I know there's one to go. Yes, sir. One more. And we'll game. see you guys in yes, Bullet City. Thanks again for coming on, guys. Team no Thanks, sleep. Guys. Let's go, baby. So that was just a couple of members of the Wolfpack, but there was another champion crown, and we will give them their due and give them their flowers. The Tampa Night Crawlers did go into Cincinnati and handle business against a very good Baltimore Watchmen team, putting up a 60-burger on the Watchmen, winning by a final score of 60-52. to 52. Now, I know most of that game was kind of choppy trying to watch because – me and Scotty really Man. wanted to go. Me and Scotty really wanted to do a live thing, and we were, and, and we were trying to, you know, have our own little like Manning cast and try to break down the game. But the, you know, exactly the, that the was exactly was so my choppy. thought of it. Yeah, it was but, um, so bad. We could like as we didn't double get D drifts back like, in the in the panel. So I'm maybe two minutes of gameplay yeah. before it. So I'm gonna feed off of you two. Just what you saw live in yeah. there watching the Nightcrawlers. What did you two see? Before we get into that, let me just say I'm glad this shit didn't work for you guys because we need as many people watching our feeds that we get paid from. <laughs> and you guys are so entertaining that we probably would have lost half the audience and would have messed up our opportunity for income. So, yeah, uh, so, so I'm mad. I may have sabotaged the Jersey thing <laughs> so that you guys couldn't do that. Like, uh, I had all these ideas of how you guys can do it. I'm like, no, that's not a good no, idea for me. Let me, let me that, right. Made that call. Uh, right. <laughs> he made a business decision. Hey, I thought it was Casey. Casey just wanted to call the game that bad. Right. He, he, he had his just cell phone jam early. Oh, yeah. Up in the ceiling. <laughs> he got there a little early. He was there before you guys got there. I'm telling you. Right. Something it, fishy about that. Cut the Cat 5 cable. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, made it look like vandalism. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So what was your actual question? <laughs> Whoopsies. For you and Chris, since you guys are actually there live, just a quick thought. I mean, we'll we'll dissect it next week as the whole show is going to be basically previewing the uh, championship game, but just real quickly, your thoughts on the Nightcrawlers. So uh, the game was surprising to me. I feel like the Watchmen were the better team. I feel like their structure, their gameplay, their approach to the game should have won that game. And as the game was going on, I always thought they were going to come back and win. But... The Nightcrawlers have some cardio. Like, those dudes never slowed down. And I'm just saying this out loud so all the Insomniacs players who are listening understand it's not just going to be taking them to the end of the game that's going to get you there. You need to get them in deep water. We'll get into the actual tactics we need to do because I don't want to put... Give them too much time there. Yeah, I don't want to get the Nightcrawlers game planning for the things that I'm going to tell these guys, but we need to take them into deep water and make sure that they're gasping for air then we can wear them down. If we're not doing that, it's going to be a long day for the Insomniacs. It's it, coverage downfield. Yes. It, 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 there's so much broken coverage in this game, and I, I get it's because of the, the, the run threat from the other side. Absolutely. But the, the amount of deep balls that would just happen on broken plays, it was, it was very reminiscent of playing for the Kryptonite. Yes. So that we had every other thing locked up, and our DBs just... 
third and 14, third and 22. Look at the Fall Brawl Championship. Exactly the Fall Brawl Championship. And we got killed by our DBs, and I, that's where the Watchmen didn't have it for the Nightcrawlers, and I, I think we got it. Yeah, when you got a quarterback that can run around for 9, 10 seconds and buy yeah. time and know that he's comfortable back there, that he's not going to get hit, that means your wide receivers can do the exact same thing. And DBs, most of them, can't stay with a guy for that long. No. All you need is a little crease, and that guy be moving, the quarterback to be moving in the right direction. When that happens, let the ball go. You're good. Mm-hmm. There, there's ways to combat that, though. You got to yeah. take him in deep water, and taking him in deep water is what's needed. But the <clears throat> speed of the Nightcrawlers stood out like across the board. Like uh, Every man on, on defense, every man on offense had, a, had another gear. And every time the, they touched the ball, you saw that other gear kick, and mm-hmm. you went, oh. That dude was fast, and he got faster yep. every time. Where the Watchmen were very methodical, they very well structured, and I thought for sure that structure was going to carry them forward, and, and it did. I mean, they got them back in it when they oh, were up. Okay, I mean, so they okay, put can, them fifty-two I, points. Go ahead, since, Chris. since you asked me about this, let me let me put in my two cents on this thing Go real ahead. quick. And <clears throat> what I would say is, there's a difference between um, the style of play, right? That's the first thing. And maybe even a little bit uh, difference on the size of the players. Because I was a little taken back when we got there. I expected, you know, when you see these guys on TV, they look big. They look very large in in all actuality. When I saw them there, a lot of the guys were barely bigger than me. Um, And I was a little little taken back by that, first and foremost. So when I saw some of the stuff that was going on in the game – um, one thing that stood out to me was the Watchmen's defensive line. I saw a lot of guys that were getting through, but they were only getting two guys through, one guy through on to put pressure. And once I saw that, it allowed their quarterback to run around and nobody was staying backside contained. So it's, it was interesting to watch. It was interesting to see how they played. And I got to be honest, man, when I saw a lot of it, um, once that quarterback started scrambling, to me it was backyard football. Somebody go deep, somebody stay short, I'm going to hit somebody that's open. Yep. And that's exactly what they did. I mean, all their touchdowns were on broken plays. I didn't see anything where it was, all right. Methodically going down the field. Exactly. Let me snap the ball. All right, this guy's open, I'm going to hit him. It was never like that. It was scrambling around, and now let me try to find somebody downfield and chuck the ball downfield, and that's what he did. But if you watch so, any Nightcrawlers games, any tape, not that there was a lot, but if you watch any of it, that is their game. Their game, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is their game. But see, what I question is um, kind of checking out when I look at their full game. What what I question is when they run up against a team that can match them point for point. Or match them with speed. Or match them with speed. Where are they going to be at? Because I think that going up against Insomniacs is going to be a little bit different. Um, I don't think that it's going to be the same game that they're used to. Right. I think it's going to be much different from the standpoint of where they are compared to where the Insomniacs are. And also, it also depends on who comes out for the game, right? Because, I mean, they're traveling this time. That's a long trip. And, they traveled last time, too. Though. Well, yeah, they did, but it wasn't as far. Right. We're talking about... East Coast to West now, Coast. Now it's cross, an airplane. Now it's cross country. Yeah. Now it's an airplane versus a bus ride. Exactly. I don't know how they got there last time. But. And it's also, they flew. Uh, I talked to a lot of them. They okay. flew out. Right. But the question mark becomes, too, what time is the game? And is that going to impact them? Because it's 7 o'clock Florida time? Correct. So it's, it's you know, there's there's plenty of questions. They are night crawlers, though. 
Yeah, yeah, they are. They are. Yeah, it's true. It's not, they're not. They're not day crawlers, right? They're night crawlers. So they're I guess they'll be all right. A long fishing worm. Not yes. A, not a spider. That that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's funny because uh, um, I will say one thing. Uh, we we're talking about Will, and I just saw him post on here. How in the hell my name get on uh, get on a show that I'm not on so much? Well, because uh, because of the video, bro. Like, that's how you, you s- got on the show. That's yeah, how you yeah, got on the you show. You made the best tackle of the day. <laughs> right. Did you or, well, I mean, see the clip? Best open field tackle of the day. Well, he didn't. Like I told you, he didn't rap. And I told him, mm-hmm. next time you got to rap. You know, if you're going to lower shoulder, rap. Well. I mean, he got trucked. <laughs> the road leads. Or to stuck, bu- depending on how the you look at it. The road leads to Bullhead City. And now we know exactly who's going to play in Bullhead City. It is the Tampa Night Crawlers. And it is the Las Vegas Insomniacs. Well, we're on the subject. Y'all get your tickets, please. Buy them. Like, buy them. Get that early discount. If you're a player, register for as a reseller to get your free tickets. Get the thing together. We need to see those ticket sales going up so we know how much water we need to buy for the venue. We know how much stuff we need to have in place. Please don't wait to the last minute. Sign up now. Get out there. Do the thing so we can schedule it right. But tickets are on sale now. All the links are on a7nfl.com, a7nflnv.com if you're registering for the flag tournament or the combine. Still got to pay your fi- your fees, fines. <laughs> pay your fees. <laughs> That's later. That. You just spoke that into my existence. Oh, Still got to pay I'm your fees at a7nfl.com. But uh, get in, get it registered. Uh, flag, flag guys, thank you for reaching out to me today. I had three different flag teams ask me if there was still time to register, and I think that all three of them registered today. So I think we're up to like 11, but I'm not 100% sure. I, I've not... And let me oh, just I heard, say, I'm, I heard I heard a little I might play. <laughs> let me let me just say I this for so it, bad. all right? And and uh what I would say is, man, come on out. Everybody, everybody who was part of the A7FL, if you played on a team, come out and support the Insomniacs. This is what we talked about. This is what we were all talking about was Vegas versus, versus everybody. everybody. Yep. So I expect all of the guys who played in the A7 to be out there. Pushing these guys, supporting these guys, and making them know what's going on, and that that, that we've all got their back for this championship. Yeah, and each one bring a friend. Like, let's fill up the stadium. We got five hundred and thirty people in our A seven players group chat. If you all brought one person, we'd have a thousand sixty people <laughs> watching that, the game. That stadium would be so loud. Tell me, you about guys it. don't understand how amazing this stadium is like just walking in in there with it being empty for a fall brawl championship like outside of families we still had a nice amount of families in there and it was loud it echoes so amazingly perfect like the sound bounces off the back wall and hits the field perfect the jumbotron this field couldn't be any more perfect i personally can't for what we do it is beautiful i can't wait state of the art i can't wait to experience it's if we fill this thing up, it'll it will be the craziest football game that you have been a, a part of. Period. Keep in mind of something too, everybody who's listening. Keep in mind we're inside. You're not going to be outside sweating. You're not going to have to worry about that. You're going to be indoors. Well, air conditioning. Yeah, air conditioning, man. Come on, it's going to be like, nice. It's not going to be. I know we were talking all that shit about. Oh yeah, come out to Vegas and play in this heat and all that. That's really not what this is going to be. Right. Like now, if we had an outdoor tournament or something, okay, yeah, no. But this is, this is something different. This is a special thing that I know Derek's been working on trying to get us out here. And if anybody can pull it off, I know he can. But this thing is going to be amazing you want to be a part of this you want to be there you're not just going to want to 
watch this online. Here he goes. You're not gonna get. <laughs> you're not gonna get the experience of being there. Like you're gonna hear the impacts. You think AJ hits hard on film? Wait till you hear him thud somebody, and then you get an echo back of it a couple seconds later, and then realize you, it's all just meat on meat and not pads making ex- that sound. Ex- right? Exactly. Just the way I like my life. Meat bone on, on meat. Bone. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't need extra protection. Leave it to the Viking to bring passion. Well, let me tell you, Vegas turns out 2,500 people to that game, and it's it gets loud in that. Wild. This is seven on seven. There will be an eighth man, so we can officially call Vegas the eighth official eighth man. man if we get our fans out the way we need to for this game. Man, All right. if, if we can fill this game up properly, I promise you this. They, the entire, I promise you, with everything I have, this league will be different next year. I you guys you have no idea. Like you guys have no idea the advancement. That, I wasn't going that there. Derek's gonna make. I wasn't going no, there. Like, <laughs> I, have, I, I mean, in my heart, I know you're gonna say, if these things sells out, I'm doing butt naked booty scoops. Right? Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's exactly if what I was thinking. Out, I will do butt naked booty scoots on the there turf in the summer. There it is. In the I'll, turf in the summer. On the no, turf I mean, in the summer. Half time for the game. I'll do five of them for real. <laughs> no, new halftime show. Yeah, halftime show. New halftime show. Butt naked booty scoots. No, 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 not five. No, not five. From one end zone to the other. Oh, I ain't gonna have no. more scoots. No, but what I'm saying is, if we fill this out and Vegas really shows up and really supports this league and really turns this into the event that it could be. The amount of sponsorship money that's going to roll in to be able to change people's lives, to change this league, to be able to make these cross-country journeys, mid-season games. We want to see a mid-season Insomniacs and BIC. We want to see a sick versus the uh, against the the, wa- the Watchmen or the against U. the U. We want to see these games mid-season. We can't do it without people showing up. We show up online, and that's cool and all, but... But you need to come out to this game. We need to fill these seats because with these seats filled out, we can get better venues. We can get this thing built up. We can get better looks. If we we can't do it with you guys sitting at fucking home, network TV. Network. Get your ass out here and let me let me sell some shit once you fill these seats. Blaze Nick. clip that six forty five yeah. thirty nine seconds yeah. is the end of it. Yeah. Promote that. That's the new commercial promote, for the rest of the week. Promote that. You will hear it on ESPN so, and Fox. Man, let's go. So ESPN will be in. Hey, and I got somebody from ESPN that that will be in attendance. I'll make sure he the gets worldwide that. leader. My guy. He's been he's been paying attention. He's been watching online. Man, shout out to Kel Dansby. I'm gonna try and get him out there on the so, field for hey, the game. By, by the way, did you guys happen to catch on the sidelines who was walking the sidelines of the Insomniacs? Oh my goodness. Lyle a, mo- a mountain mm. of a man. There was 360 pounds of straight. Dude, on, his, on that sideline, like making dents in pictures. Yeah. I came up, I came up carpet. to his to his shoulder, man. This dude is this dude is big, right? And I'm no little guy. This no, dude not. is big. No, you're not. But what kind of cracked me up? Because uh, who does he play for? This Again? Is the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, and and whose sideline was he on? The, the Sin City Insomniacs. Exactly. You, you feel me? <laughs> so so I, I'm not saying nothing, but I, I could understand saying. why Cincinnati was a I'm little saying, upset with us. I'm, I'm so, not saying, just saying. Right. Just to give you a quick rundown of what's going to happen the weekend of the 21st to the 23rd is you got a foodie festival that is all three days from 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. So all food, there are vegan options available. So if you like to eat, go to the foodie festival. Then there's a car show on the 21st from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. That's at the Fieldhouse. If you love cars, you like hot rods, go to the car house. Of course, there's an EA Sports Tournament, Madden, or 2K. If you're a gamer, get your game on. Now, there is a fee to play. I think it's $50 to play, $10 to oh, just 35 if you're an A7FL player. Oh, th- mm. 35 if you're a player. You get a All discount. that shit I've been seeing in the forums. But if you play Madden, if mm. you play 2K, there is a tournament. You're a gamer, go game. Are they going to oh. put it on the Jumbotron? 
uh, well, the game is going to the E seven sports thing is going to be held in a different room now because okay. we're not really seeing very many ticket sales for people to watch. So we'll be in a meeting room where we'll have like two, three hundred seats available okay. if somebody okay. needs it. So Perfect. but we will have it on the big screen. Flag in there. football tournament. Yeah. Seven versus seven pilot style, ten thousand dollars on the line. Of course, father versus son, Dame Dash against the son, Capital City Cyclones, LA Kings, and the American Indoor Football Alliance tournament, and of course, the Tooth the Graw, the grand prize of them all, the Insomniacs and the Nightcrawlers for the trophy. Let me clear up one thing. It okay. is not pylon style. It is flag football, full contact. Oh, okay. with, Vegas style. It, it's seven on seven flag, the, the way it's supposed to be done. Okay. We called it pylon style when we were starting <laughs> because they were playing from the 40-yard line in only. Okay. But that confused a lot of people. So we. Mm. So it's full-fledged. It's seven on seven, <laughs> okay. full contact flag. Right. Everybody's eligible the way everyone's used to see <laughs> All right. Also, Mike Tice will be running the scouting combine on both days, the 22nd and the 23rd. So you want to test your skills coming out there? And of course, we'd be for mentioning if we did mention the battle of the play by play men between Casey Cox and mm. Matt Ryan. Well, don't we have a few run other Matt things? runs. Run yeah, we got, Matt. we got, uh, Matt ran a mean little 40 the other day. Yes, he did. On a bad yeah. knee. Well, somebody's got some push ups coming too, right? Man, I ain't worried about no damn push ups. Oh. Yeah, I didn't think so. Well, now, did, did, now has Corey accepted your challenge? Which one? The one about his tank? Oh, you mean you're oh, talking about <laughs> you talking about his who now what now? <laughs> running running at, at wide receiver? No, yeah. I haven't heard nothing, man. Haven't heard nothing. Yeah, I heard nothing. He hasn't said people. nothing. I'm I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at the the comments, and I haven't seen him on here, so I'm not sure. I'll, I'll have a conversation with him though, see what's up. Okay, well now we have a new segment here on the other side of the. We like to call. Man. Let's go to the Fortress of Solitude, <laughs> to the father of Krypton. Chris's final thoughts. Is this because I'm the oldest one here? No. Okay. By far. But yeah. what? Damn, man. That ain't. That ain't only, if we, only if we age I knees. I did not say that. Well, if we, just, yeah, if we age knees, man, I'm, I might be. I'm, I might I'm, be. I'm, I'm just, you know, setting you up for your own little segment, sir. So have at it. Does well, that mean I, I can't think, talk? Yeah, no, <laughs> you can't. Yeah, no, you. This, we, sh- this is my turn. We expect you to talk over everyone as usual. <laughs> good. As, as long as we're all on the same page, right. I'm good. Yeah. Now you could jump in at any point, man. I, I think that you know Nick and I talked about this just a little bit, and I think that each one of us should have uh, a little bit of time at the end of each show to uh, have our own little final thoughts. You know, we all put in our final thoughts, but I think that we've we don't always have time to go through all of it. And so I think that each one of us should be able to have our final thoughts because I think that um, we all are individuals. We um, have our own thoughts for things and we all bring something different to the table, you know, from every perspective, player perspective, broadcasting perspective, management perspective. So Mm -hmm. I think this is just the start of it. And yeah, this will be my segment, but I look for next week to be somebody else's segment. So, you know, I like it for me. it, It was more or less, you know, talking about what transpired from the beginning, seeing um, guys that uh, I played football with for a very long time. James and I have known each other for, what, 20 years at least? Yeah, so, I mean, me and Derek, 27 years. There's been a lot of years, you know, spent knowing each other and playing football together. So when I started thinking about this and when I got involved with the A7, it was one of those things of I didn't know what to expect. And I thank Derek for bringing me on board and, and let me have this, this time. Let me have this opportunity because I do love this game like nobody's business. It is something that I'm very passionate about. So the thing that I wanted to bring up, and I've got I've to spell it out 
I talked to RTU about it a little bit, told them what I was going to do today, and it wasn't anything negative or anything like that. But a lot of people that are watching this saw me on RTU's podcast, and we saw the disrespect that was flying. We saw a lot of the BS, and I'm not going to get too far into that. All I'm going to say is what that did in my eyes was light a fire under Vegas, and it has turned into an inferno that they can't put out. So that's what started the Vegas versus everyone. And I'm proud of these these young men that came out to play and show who they are, what they're made out of, and what they can do. And right now, it's undefeated going into a championship game. So to be part of that last week um, was something I consider very special. Getting to know these guys, AJ off the chain, Chris off the chain, Mac just doing your shit boy I, I love watching you guys play it is something that gets me fired up and makes me want to play this game again too even with a bad knee old as i am and let's be real i'm not going to be able to jump back on the field but man i would love to these guys are the epitome of what vegas offers right they are young men they came together for for a cause they came together to play football they came together to make something out of themselves and when you watch the Insomniacs play, you can feel family. When we're standing on the sidelines, people think that they're arguing. They're not. They're having conversations. They're telling each other what they see. My bad. They are, they are uh, talking it up, and they are coaching each other up. So it is impressive to see these guys play football and talk football on the sidelines. So what I would do is I would not be negative and I'll say thank you to the East Coast and their negativity has basically spurned what you see right now. So, you know, my thing is real simple. First time ever since the inception of the A7FL, we have no East Coast team in the uh, championship game. I wish we did because I really would like to see the Insomniacs versus that East Coast team to pretty much shut them up. Tampa Bay's on the East Coast. They're south. they're south. And they'll tell you. <laughs> they'll tell you they're south. So the biggest thing about this, man, is is real simple. And that is, thank you for what you did, but now you've got to, you basically have to sit through the wrath of what Vegas has to offer. You thought that the force was all we had to offer? Surprise. It's a lot bigger than that. So, you know, when you guys decide that you want to come out and play us, man, uh, tell you what it ain't going to be nothing but respect i'm not going to be like people were to me i will be responsive i will be respectful and i'm always here so the guys that i've talked to the coaches that i've talked to from the east coast have shown me nothing but love and i will show nothing but love back but it will always be vegas versus everyone so i hope you guys are ready get your popcorn ready because it is going to be a fight Mike. Um, my final little thought is, uh, if you had an agreement with somebody <laughs> and now you dodging phone calls and you don't, you don't, you want to block people and not answer no the names. call, I'm not going to mention no names because certain things shouldn't be said out loud, but we know that you dodging <laughs> phone calls. You made that agreement, sir. Pick up the phone. Vegas versus everybody as anybody, as, as always. <clears throat> Just the support that Vegas showed the Insomniacs this past weekend was very, very mind-boggling. And I know the moniker all season long has been Vegas versus everybody. And it showed. Um, 
even the fact that one of our own actually got to call the conference championship game due to situations beyond people's control. And I think that in a sense was a victory for us because, you know, anybody strives to be, everybody strives to be number one, no matter what the profession is. That's just a goal that you try to obtain. And I think for this particular case, you know, for me being aspiring broadcaster, Casey got a one up and he did a fantastic job because trying to do a game with no analyst and doing it by yourself and then doing it on a whim when you're just called out of nowhere to do it is not easy to do. And he did it amazingly with flying colors. So I just want to shout out my fellow broadcast colleague, Mr. Cox, because he did a fantastic job just on a whim last second getting in there and just shout out to Casey doing it big. Casey, Casey put a stamp on the weekend by showing up as a fan that drove all the way from Louisiana, Louisiana to Ohio just to see that game, being there when the Insomniacs landed, holding an invisible sign. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, no, but it's but, all, but man. Coming out to the game, really sold out for this, bro. A thousand percent, man. And being available to jump on the broadcast when he was there as a fan, enjoying himself with his family and left his family so he could get on the microphone and do the thing. Literally helping to save the league. Yeah, Ryan DePaul was in the booth and could have done it. But do you think Ryan really could have done it? Ain't nobody want to hear him talk. <laughs> Don't nobody want to hear but, him talk. But, but, no, no, but Casey being a professional broadcaster, having, having him being, <laughs> being able to take on that role and do it was, was a really big thing. And I keep telling Casey, look, one of the things you keep doing that is not as appreciated as it should be is you keep showing up. Yep. The best, avail the best ability is availability and virtually everything in life. And that day... He locked in for us. He did it. And across the board, every single Insomniacs player, staff member, coach, all of our support staff that came out, y'all literally had each other's back every step of the way. Somebody needed something, everybody, y'all go do it. I need you to do this, y'all go do it. Hey, watch this for me, I'm on it. Like, there was nobody left needing or wanting anything. Somebody was short a dollar, somebody had a dollar. Somebody needed a ride, we had a ride for him. It was mm -hmm. beautiful synergy and not, a, I'm glad we went through this one time before with the force and saw where we dropped the ball to make sure we had everybody prepared to be right by it this time, even though I didn't pay for baggage. Hey, you know what? Can I, let me just throw Heard. something, throw something else in that I didn't have a chance that I should have said. Go ahead. Um, the one thing. But I want to shout out Nick Blaze. He cooked those breakfasts in the morning. <laughs> oh, a driver, man. And he was, you know, he was a team player. I felt bad for him because we were up playing Dom, uh, spades all night. And I was <laughs> trying to sleep. <laughs> yeah, shout out to poor man he's slept a, he's, on the floor he's there every step of the way too well, look, I, there's I, a I, lot of people behind the scenes people don't understand how much you do for the league Derek the amount of the I put the post up the other day when a lot of people have showed you a lot of love in the last couple of days man you've you've changed a lot for a lot of people I'm glad. and without you running this league I think A7 dies Kelly too. Uh, Kelly has <clears throat> been out there Kelly's right there with you but I, I gotta say just from first hand experience like it would have never lived out here on the west coast without you man well I'm just saying I'm Fortunate and grateful for the, that you gave me the opportunity to get behind, get behind the mic with this gentleman here and with Mr. Cox and just see you guys' as brand of football. It, it's, been a, it's been an amazing ride, and I'm, I'm, I'm eternally grateful for the, for the opportunity. I, I really am. Go ahead, Chris. Take us home. I just want to shout out, and I'm going to say this, and I, I, want to, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Vince Young, we all love you, bro. Get Amen. better. Yes, sir. You are still part of this Vegas versus everyone. Next Sunday is for you. When we win this championship, man, I'm going to make sure that your name is not forgotten, brother. I will see you tomorrow. I will be out 
to the hospital to see you, man. I hope you're doing good. Shout out to Vince, man. Much love, baby. So with that said, next week, it's all about the ring and the trophy. We will preview Nightcrawler's Insomniacs. Special thanks to Nick Blaze. As always, special thanks to Quan. Thank you, sir. Special thanks to AJ and Coach B for joining us today. For the panel, I'm Double Anthony Alvarez. And Quan, if you can take us out with that Will video one more time, let's go. Ooh, <laughs> let's get it. Let's go uh, out with yeah. that. Shout out to Mr. Will Franklin. We man. will see you. Wrap on up the next road time, bro. Bullhead City, Arizona. And we'll see you on the other side of the ball as Will Franklin takes us home. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, around, make that ass sick.